uh, compared to your previous lives, this may be the best. But it seemed to me like, it seemed to me like, well, yeah, why not? Why couldn't it be the best? Sure, it certainly it can be the best. Yeah. Uh, it, I know, mean, it brought a sense of great appreciation for my life. Mm-hmm. If you can appreciate what you have, if you can appreciate your uh, state of mind, if you can live more peaceful uh, uh, life with less pain and less suffering, uh, and also using your faculties to make more development in the spiritual path, you are living the best kind of life. In fact, to be born as a human being is a very rare thing. To be born as a human being with all the faculties complete, all the senses complete, is a blessing. It's a very rare thing, although people think that there are so many people in the world and so forth. But um, how many of them really have that kind of experience, that kind of feeling, to feel content? to feel satisfied, to feel peaceful, and to appreciate what uh, they have without much, uh, too much uh, pain, except those uh, you know, pain that comes from natural ways, other than that there are no any additional pains. Uh, to have that kind, kind of life is a blessing. Uh, we have a few more minutes before we conclude the session. If you have any more questions, please uh, feel free to. There are so few people who are like you just said, very uh, at ease and to have a very easy and good life. If you consider all the population of the earth, there's maybe only 10% who have a life where they are not hungry and not diseased and so forth. Sure. And what about all these other people? Would you consider that they are also fortunate to have taken human birth? In some respect they are very fortunate to be as human beings, mm-hmm. to be born as human beings. In some other respects because uh, they have been deprived of fullness of life. Mm-hmm. They are unfortunate. And uh, uh, Again, once uh, I must say that uh, all we all human beings are not alike. Uh, we are divided by karma, and according to our karma, we are in the different stations, different positions, different experiences. Uh, the very fact that we are human being itself is a wonderful thing, but uh, in that life itself there are var- variations, uh, ups and downs. Is that uh, you can find even among divine beings. All the divine beings don't enjoy uh, equally. Even among them there are differences. All the kings, rulers, politicians, millionaires, uh, in spite of their achievement and the abundance of wealth and uh, success and so forth, don't experience the same state of mind. They all have their own difficulties, problems. What I consider to be very fortunate is to have a very peaceful life, 
content life. Not necessarily wealthy. Wealth itself we don't consider to be something bad. Uh, I mean, to be born as a wealthy person also is a fortunate thing, according to Buddha's teaching. Buddha never condemned wealth. But in spite of all material things, some people really experience tremendous pains and sufferings, a lot of pain. Some people may not have that much material success, and yet they feel very comfortable, content, peaceful. They just don't care whether they have something additional or not. And that is an additional blessing. And if someone has that in any city, country, any place, I consider that something very fortunate. We know in the Buddhist legends when <coughs> Bodhisattva, the, the uh, Buddha to be, when he was uh, going through samsaric uh, existence, uh, he was born into various uh, uh, types of lives, various as various beings, and uh, uh, in any life that he was born into, uh, he was uh, more fortunate than others uh, because his mind was very straight, very clear, <coughs> and content. He was not necessarily a rich person in, as a human being or something outstanding from everybody else, but the state of mind, because that is the source of our happiness or misery, pain or suffering, our own state of mind. If that state of mind is straight and clear and content and so forth, that source brings us true happiness. And therefore if someone has that, uh, unconfused, clear state. That's a real blessing. <laughs> what is reborn? What's reborn? <coughs> I think you asked the question a little bit late. <laughs> <laughs> you said you were going to touch on it. <laughs> but you didn't ask me then. <laughs> Yesterday I asked you. <laughs> I told you to ask you. Today. But you waited, waited, waited. <laughs> I try to give a very short answer. Uh, I don't know how satisfied you will be. But uh, uh, we cannot say such, a, such and such a particular thing will be reborn. Because even that is a process. It is a function of cause and effect. When uh, certain causes and certain conditions are present, certain effect takes place. Uh, when, as I mentioned in the, uh, earlier in, the, in answering the question of uh, you know, conception, I said uh, there has to be a relinking consciousness. Relinking consciousness is a process, not one single particular entity. 
And that consciousness causes a moment of uh, uh, a birth. But in that the moment, in that moment, everything is packed, all the necessary uh, conditions for the next life is compact. Uh, therefore, when the next life starts, it starts with everything that, that is necessary for that life. Of course, in, in that life other factors also will affect that being. But the basic uh, uh, pattern for that life is already mapped out. And so, therefore, to say this particular thing will be reborn is somewhat uh, oversimplification. So, uh, that's what I have to say in short. <laughs> there you have, uh, you know, for instance, a karmic uh, accumulation. <clears throat> that is very, very heavy load. Uh, I call it. Um, this whole thing is called samsara. Samsara is a journey. So we call samsara journey. For the samsara journey, you have to have a backpack. When you go on a journey, you have to have a backpack. And that backpack goes with from one life to the next in, the, in that moment of uh, conception. Whole backpack that sometimes we call sankhara. There are two terms we got to remember in this connection. One is sankhara, the other is called sankhara. Sankhara is the journey, Sankhara is the provision that you carry for the journey. That whole provision I call backpack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you exhaust the backpack or the provision, you end the Sankhara. And therefore to say one thing going from one life to another is not correct. Um, yes, any other question? Yeah. Uh, about, uh, you mentioned the beach as the seeds of suffering that are in all of us by virtue of our culture, the, the <coughs> surroundings, and obviously also the previous lives. Uh, and the importance of, uh, of uh, transforming those seeds somehow. Um, what about the cultivation of the positive seeds of joy and so on along the way? Is that, that's a, 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 perhaps a Mahayana way of looking at no, it. No, no, it's a very positive thing, very, very... Yeah. That's very okay, and I'm always... <coughs> Fearful of getting too far away from. No, no, no. That is very <laughs> fundamental to yeah. entire Buddhism yeah. with the Mahayana Theravada, yeah. Yeah. cultivating all the positive things. Yeah. Uh, not that we all are made up of only one uh, negative bag. Yeah. We have 
all kind of combination of uh, both positive and negative. Uh, no one individual is totally bad or another individual is totally good. Uh, each and every one of us has uh, a mixture of both. Some have more of one thing. Uh, Do you agree that, that the secret of, of, of nurturing those good seeds, as it were, mm -hmm. uh, is uh, sometimes can be neglected since the first noble truth is emphasized at the expense, you might say, of the third. Uh, ah. <laughs> In fact, uh, yeah. the the reason why the first is emphasized at the expense of this of the third is that third is very very difficult to grasp. So we go from the known to the unknown. The first is so conspicuous, the first factor is so conspicuous, anybody can relate to that. If we start from the third, everybody will be lost. <laughs> Difficult to relate. Except the children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perhaps the children. Because uh, the person we are talking to have already been conditioned in certain way mm -hmm. and the whole conditioned stuff are in their minds. Mm -hmm. And therefore, uh, it's extremely difficult for them to relate to the third factor. Uh, there's a very famous um, uh, parable, I think every, everybody know, many people know, know, know it. Uh, even you yourself might know it, but uh, let me repeat uh, since it is quite relevant to this uh, question. Uh, the parable is of a, a, a tortoise Tortoise is an uh, uh, amphibian. <coughs> he can live in water as well as on land. When he comes to the land and roams on land and returns to the water, fish gets around, get around him and ask, them, where have you been? He says, well, I went to the land. What? Did you swim there? He says, no, there is no water to swim. Are there a lot of fish? He says, no, there are no fish. Um, then uh, they said, uh, then there is no land. You are lying. Your imagination. Why? Because they have never seen something like that. All they know is water and fish. And what they do in the water and the fish, with the fish. Because that is their conditioning. They have never come out of that conditioning to realize that there is something called land. Similarly, when we talk to individuals who have already been so immersed, so merged in, the, in their conditioning, that, they, that even uh, imagining something uh, existing different from that is beyond their uh, comprehension. And they can easily deny, rather than accepting it, that there is something like that. And therefore, it becomes extremely difficult to relate to the to people the fact that the truth of the third uh, factor. So that is why we uh, uh, we start from the first, which is very common, very obvious to anyone. Seems like the truth of the third factor has to do with how ready you are to get to land. If that fish was to be on land, it wouldn't be the place you would want to be. All right. I read in a, a book recently that what the psychotic uh, drowns in, the mystic swims in. 
Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, I must conclude this uh, session. I'm very delighted to be with you all and uh, have this uh, very lively discussions. Uh, and I hope uh, we will see you all again. Uh, and uh, I wish you all success and peace and happiness. Thank you.